everybody. Grab your Bible and a pencil and a journal and maybe even a cup of coffee and join in on the conversation. But first, I would like for you to write this down. Psalms 23, verses 1 and 2. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. Hey everyone, welcome to Write This Down with Dot Bowen. My name is Kara, I am Dot's daughter, and we sit down together every week and we talk through truth and scripture, and we are talking about Psalms 23 in this episode, and we will probably end up doing a couple episodes on Psalms 23. You know, my mom really saw and has felt there's there's just a lot of fear going on right now in the world, and Psalms 23 is one of the best scriptures to really help combat that fear. So we dive into that. And if you're actually wanting to dive deeper into Psalms 23, we have included a couple of resources in the description of this episode if you want to check those out. So we are really glad that you're here and we would love for you to pull up a chair and join in our conversation. Hey, Kara. Hey, mom. How are you? Good. I, you know, I love, love, love thinking about Jesus and being a good shepherd, I'm sitting here right now looking at the sheep I have on my desk. I have pictures of a sheep. I've got, actually, I even have a shepherd's staff that someone you made do. me. Yeah, and it has Psalms 23. And so today I'd like to have a conversation about uh, Psalms 23. And so I know when I say Psalms 23, People are going to go, oh, I know, I know that. I know that. Because yeah. it's very, very, very known. It's yeah. very well uh, known and spoken a lot. It, it usually is read during really difficult times, and it's you know, it's a calming and a comforting thing. And I think the way things are right now with the world and some things that are going on, it just came to mind uh, today. I thought, you know, I'd love to have a conversation with Kara and invite other people in into sure. our conversation about this because it really is it's very comforting and, and I can understand why people tend to go to Psalms twenty three when they're hurting and they're scared and they're afraid. And I just thought, you know, let's just talk about it a little bit. Sure. Let's do it. Okay. So basically <laughs> at the very beginning it says, It is the Lord um that is my shepherd, I shall not want. And I used to think when I would read that, that I shouldn't want something. That if I really had the shepherd, if I had Jesus or if I had God in my, in my life, that I shouldn't want anything. But that's not really what it means. Right. And You're going to so, kill me when I say this. What? <laughs> you, love I when I, you love it when yeah. I interrupt you. Yes. I, <laughs> I, think it, I think it could be important to talk about what it means to be a shepherd. Because... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all we're going to. Oh, okay. We're going to keep doing that. I just thought, I mean, it's the whole, the Lord's my shepherd. And I think that alone gets uh, brushed over or looked over mm-hmm. because that phrase I think is really, I think we could spend this entire episode on just that one phrase from well, what so, shepherds... that's what we are going to do. <laughs> <laughs> so I hope we really can. <laughs> but I was just thinking like between like the prophecies, talking about, you know, how God gets mad about people not shepherding his people well. Mm-hmm. And then, and even just what a shepherd actually means, because I know, I know you and I did a deep dive into this a couple years ago yeah. um, 
we did a, which you know this, but for other people, we wrote a 10-day devotional. That's actually a new version, which we can link that in this episode. But we really did a lot of you, especially did a lot of research. And I feel like that was one thing that stuck out to me was exactly what a shepherd is, who he is, what he does for his sheep. Because I, I mean, in this, you know, in the Western culture, I don't, I mean, I don't know. There may be some people in America who, and I know we probably still have shepherds over here, but I just don't think it's well known because I, I mean, I had no idea. How well and how protective and oh yeah, like exactly what they do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like just how, like they literally lay down their life for their sheep. Mm -hmm. Right. Yes. Well, (laughs) they do. They're very protective of it. And yes, they're, they risk their lives and stuff to protect. They would fight, Mm -hmm. fight animal, you know, predators and all that. That's what I mean Mm -hmm. more so about laying their life down for their sheep is they really, they put their shepherds, put themselves in harm's way to really protect protect the sheep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and I think that that's one of the things that's when you're quoting, you know, the shepherd lays down his life for the sheep, is something that Jesus said. In, oh, you know, in I didn't even 10. know that. Look yeah. at that, St- storing his <laughs> word in my heart. <laughs> yes, that's right. Because Jesus stood up and said, I am the good shepherd. And, you know, the good shepherd does lay down his life for his sheep. And Okay, there you go. And you're, and you're, I knew I got it somewhere. But, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> It's called the Gospels. You'll get there. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. um, the thing I think about a shepherd that really s- speaks to me, and, and because like you said, I don't have a lot of sheep. I have sheep on my desk, but they're not real. <laughs> and I am not really? a shepherd. But I mean, in some ways, I am a shepherd in the fact that I lead people or I encourage people. I'm yeah, I would protect. definitely say you are. Yeah. I mean, I, I am. I lead my dogs. Yeah, I don't know if that yeah, counts, yeah. but I lead them. Where they need to, <laughs> yeah, protect them and watch over yeah, them. Yeah, and you know, and a pastor is often referred to as the the shepherd of the of the right. church, the flock. You know, so it is a, a very very important. I think that we know the heart of the shepherd, and, and the reason that Psalms is so meaningful to us is that David does talk about the shepherd and its role, the the role of the shepherd, where it says he makes me lie down in green pastures and he leads me beside still waters, meaning that, that the shepherd is leading. And I think today what we really struggle with is that we want to lead the shepherd instead of following the shepherd. I think one of the things that we really struggle with is really trusting our lives into the hands of a good shepherd. And I think, you know, when we did this devotional for on you version, I talked about the very first day how that if you don't know the heart of the shepherd, you're not going to trust him in the unknown. If you don't know mm-hmm. uh, who God is, you're not going to trust him in the unknown. And so often this these verses are quoted because someone's going through a really hard time and they are, the future is unknown or how am I going to get through this uh, certain situation and stuff. So I think it all goes back to the fact of knowing the the shepherd and the heart. Again, what you were saying about like really concentrating on the shepherd. So often we get into scripture and we're looking for something to help us. Now, obviously, the shepherd is taking care of the sheep, mm-hmm. but if we switch it and and not look at this first to say, well, how can that minister to me and how can it make me feel good? I think we can look at it 
and say, you know, I want to look at the heart of the shepherd. It it, kind of works both ways. If I know the heart of the shepherd and I know that he has my best interest at heart and he's watching over me and he's going to protect me, it would be easier for me to trust him. I think it reminds me a lot of, and we we touched on this in the devotional, but John 10, Mm -hmm. you know, the sheep knows they know their shepherd's voice and they follow that voice and they have to, and in order to know your father's, I mean, your shepherd's voice or your father's, the Lord, you have to know him, like you said. And I think we so often and so easily can be swayed by other voices when that is not our shepherds. But I think the closer you are to him and the more and deeper you know him, you know, the quicker you can recognize his voice, the easier it is to follow his voice. Um, and that's what literal sheep do. They follow mm-hmm. the voice of their shepherd, which I think is so wild because sheep are idiots. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> but I mean, you know, like they are. They, they wander They wander around. and brain yeah. is like mm-hmm. the size of a pea. Like they are not very smart. And, you know, there's like those funny reels. I don't know if like people see them on like Instagram or TikTok where it's like the sheep. There's one that's like the sheep like is in a ditch and the shepherd helps him out of the ditch mm-hmm. and the sheep like trots off and then he goes right back into the ditch. <laughs> <laughs> that would be, yeah, that's us. Yeah, I'm like, that's exactly, exactly. I'm like, that's what, like, they are not the brightest uh, animals, but they know their shepherd's voice. Mm-hmm. And I, that is, I mean, that's another whole podcast for us uh, recording but about how we keep doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah. But the shepherd never leads us into a ditch. And so... No, we do. The shepherd, yeah. And so we're <laughs> usually away from the shepherd. And the closest um, and safest place you can be is close to the shepherd. And because that's your protection. But you're not going to stay close to the shepherd if you do not know that the shepherd really will protect you and guide you and lead you. And Yeah, there's a trust. I think... Yeah, there is this trust, yeah. and and David. I mean, no one knew more uh, the heart of a shepherd than David, because David was my, a shepherd. My man, my man, David. Yeah, I yeah, know you love him. He's such mm-hmm. a warrior. I mean, he fought off bears and lions. Yeah, what a stud. Yes, he did. Yeah. He, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so in May we're talking about lust, but anyway. So the thing oh I gosh. think <laughs> I, I, well, I really want to talk about is not David being the stud, but about God being. The mighty great I am, the Lord. Yeah, he's great um, too. The creator, yes, he sure is. And I think that oftentimes if we don't have the right view of God, we're not going to trust him. And then when we are in a situation, we should trust him every single day. But even if things are going well or things are not going well, but often we don't. But we are usually... You know, in that nine one one call, we're in that like, oh God, you know, I'm in a, I'm in a mess. I need you. And I think right now, as far as what all the world's, you know, what's going on in the world and with Israel and and things that are going on, even in our country, but other countries as well, I think there's a lot of fear, and I think that that's uh, really something that we really struggle with. And ironically, in Psalms twenty. Three verses one and two. It says he makes me lie down in green pastures. And I remember when I was studying it, like nobody would make me lie down in green pastures. Like I would, I would want to. And I if you were would, sheep, yeah, I, yeah. Well, I think you'd have to make me get up. Exactly, you would. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And 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 then are to lead you beside still waters. Like wouldn't that be the very thing that a sheep would want to do? Is immediately go to the green pastures to eat. You know, mm-hmm. I, I love a good old. 
buffet, and then, you know, in quiet waters. And you would think when you're thinking about a shepherd and, and with the sheep and you're out there with this field, what in the world is David talking about when he says, he makes me lie down? And I think if I remember this correctly, I remember uh, reading and studying about a shepherd and a sheep. A sheep will not lay down if it's afraid. Yes, I do remember and, that too. Yeah. Yeah. And so the the fact that the fear is, you know, causing a, a, a sheep not to lay down and rest, it's not, you're not resting. And I right. think that that's where we are today. I think there's so much fear. Fear of the what if? What if this happens? What mm-hmm. what if we do? Why don't we have World War Three? Or what if you know? And, and when we wrote this, uh, safe in his arms, we were right in the middle of COVID, and so there were a lot of fears, you know, going right. around. Oh yeah, it had COVID just started. Yeah, yeah, it had just started. So, but I think we struggle with fear anyway. Uh, even if things are going well, because right. our lives... I mean, I could tell you what I fear in my own personal life that has nothing to do with the world. I'm not going to, but I could. Yeah, and yeah. I kind of know what it is anyway. But okay. but we do all fear. <laughs> we do have a lot of fear. And I think there are some fears, and we've talked about this several times, there's some fears that are legitimate. I mean, I, I mean, I think all fears are probably legitimate. No, there is false fear. <laughs> there is fear that some people have... That's not legitimate. And they maybe have some issues. Like there's some people that are afraid to even go outside their house. They have a certain, you know, condition. Oh, like, I really uh, don't know what it is. I don't know is, what the name of it is. Yeah, right. I, guess, I see. Yeah, I see what you're saying. You know, and and they, they're not able to live their lives. They're scared that if they got out of the house, they'll get sick. Or if they get out of the house, something happened to them. Yeah. They're, they're not, you know. I see what you're saying. I'm going to get, you know, hurt yeah. or, you know, that right. kind of stuff. So, well, I start, that's not. I, legitimate deal. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, and I think the thing of it saying, you know, like he makes me lie down is because I think a sheep could fear two things. Like they could fear predators, um, you know, Mm -hmm. like wolves or lions or bears or whatever. I feel like we, correct me if I'm wrong, because I think when we were doing our research, but like sheep can not trust their shepherd. Like if it's not cared for well, don't they like know that? Am I making this up? I think you're making it up. Okay. Uh, I do think that there are bad shepherds, which Jesus directly talks about that, that he gets diseases. Now, if I guess if it if it got diseases. a disease, yeah, if it got a disease or something and it wasn't, you know, well taken care of, it, it may have some kind of condition that would cause a, a sheep to be afraid or, you know, it may be a physical issue. Yeah, like I feel like sheep, they need constant care. And so I feel like if the shepherd's not doing that, I think that they, I don't know, I and maybe I'm just thinking of, because I feel like that with animals, like they they know when they are being cared for. And I do think that's it with sheep. With sheep. Like I, like when I read, he makes me lie down in green pastures, I read that as the he makes me part as because he is a good shepherd, like who he is makes me lie down because I'm not fearing. Not like he's forcing me to lay down, but it's more of like, oh, like he is he is trustworthy, he is faithful, so that makes me want to lie down because I know that I don't need to fear because he's in control. Well, of course. I mean, we're talking about the heart of the shepherd, and if the sheep knows that this is a good shepherd, then I'm a good shepherd. Yeah, that's what I was saying. You know, I, think yeah, they, I, I get what you're saying. I think that what Psalms 23 and David is talking about is he makes me lie down. In other words, there's there's this rest. It's That's because, what you said. Yeah, I, but I, I think you're saying like <laughs> if it was a 
bad shepherd or not a good shepherd, you know, kind of thing. I no, think, I'm saying because he's a good shepherd, he makes me lie down. So, yeah, I think we're saying the same yeah, thing. You're able to rest. Yeah. The, the fact that he's a good shepherd and because you know he's a good shepherd, that's what you're saying, is yes. because you know he's a good shepherd Yes. and because you trust the shepherd, you yeah. can rest. I think that there is a part of a shepherd that if the sheep never laid down and never rested, they might make them do that because yeah. of the importance of, of resting. rest. And I think that's one of the things, you know, I don't want to get into whether God caused bad things to happen. And, you know, there's always that discussion. But I do believe that there are sometimes when things happen that we're forced to rest, whether we get sick or we, you know, lose a yeah. job sometimes or, or things. I've heard often like, well, you know, this is a bad thing that happened, but the good thing is I really needed the rest or right. I needed to sleep. And and I think, you know, what David is saying, because David was running from Saul. A lot of people think that David is just sitting around, you know, um, panning lying in the grass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, lying in the grass with this head, you know, lying on a log. But he was running from Saul. And I think yeah. that David had to stop a little bit and he had to rest. He was in a cave and he had to rest. And the situation wasn't good. Things around him was not good. Well, talk about uncertainty. And it was like he didn't know, you know, Saul no. was I've coming after his life. That's right. And so he didn't know one day to next what was going to happen, which none of us do. And I right. think that's one of the things about finding comfort. And it says that the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And, and I think what this means is that he takes care of everything. And I think... We get into a situation, we don't believe that God takes care of everything. I think we feel like it's up to us, and we feel like it is our responsibility to make our lives work out. And that's where we don't rest. That's where we don't put trust and faith. And so even though it says it makes me lie down in green pastures, and we're talking about rest, and you're thinking about a green pastures and quiet waters, and you're just dreaming about Colorado and how beautiful it was with the mountains around you, and you're just laying around. You know, resting. What this, what David is saying, no matter what's going on, and we'll see this next week when he talks about, you know, he, you know, makes me walk through the valley of shadow of death, or he prepares a table before my enemies. David knew that, like the the world around him was, you know, rocky. The world around him was shaking, and there was a, probably a lot of reason, in some ways, to fear if you didn't mm-hmm. have a good shepherd. And right. I think that for us, and what we need to, you know, really talk about today and that really comforts our heart of like saying, God, what are you saying saying to us? And it says, if you know me, you'll trust me. And if you trust me, you know, you're going to know that I'm going to take care of you. Stay close to the shepherd. I bet you I say to myself, often God, just help me to stay close to you. And, and you know, scripture talks about abiding with him. But I just try to remind Mind myself that the closest that I am to the Lord and really wanting my heart to be close to Him and try to stay close to Him is the safest place that I can be in a world that is not safe, in a world yeah. that actually gives us, humanly speaking, every reason to be afraid. And I think that when it says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want, I think what it means is He's going to just take care of me. He's going to watch over me. 
And if I really believe that, then I'll rest. Yeah. I think that goes, it goes back to what I, when I interrupted you at the beginning, like I shall not want, like you're saying, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that we don't want anything. It just means we have everything we need, right? Yeah. Like I just think that God is saying, I will give you everything that you want. Uh, you know, it talks about the desires of our heart. Well, but that is not necessarily. Well, but you interrupted me. I did. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> but what I'm saying is the shepherd really knows what we want. We don't necessarily know what we want. We think we know what we want. And I can tell you time after time what I thought I wanted was not what I wanted. So what does that mean exactly I shall not want? Because we have everything we need, that he will provide everything that we need. Yes, but I think he'll provide. Through himself. Right. I think that he satisfies the soul. I think he's, you know, is the only thing that can make me happy. Mm. I think we think there are things that can make us happy or things that fulfills our hearts, our desires, or our lives, or, you know, or things that if I had this, then I would be happy. And we know if that was true, no one in Hollywood would would commit suicide. We know that if fame and uh, money and all that made us happy, nobody mm-hmm. would be on drugs that were, you know, had money and fame and and all of those things. I think God looks down because He created us. He knows us. You know, a good shepherd knows his sheep. He knows us and He knows what we really, really down deep want. And we don't. And that's why a lot of times we pray about things and ask God for things our request, and God says, no, because really down deep, I know what you want, and that's not what you want. This is not where you want to go. This is not who you want. This is not the path you want to travel. This is not the door you really want open, because he knows all things, because he's a good shepherd, and he knows everything, and he certainly knows his sheep. And I think that for us, you know, as we talk about Psalms 23 today and, you know, next week, just looking at our lives and saying, you know, God, you have said no to me often when I prayed about things, prayed things for my kids or let this cut pass, you know, don't let this happen. And then it happened. Doesn't mean they're good. They're wonderful things. It just means that God allowed it. It happened, but God was there present and gave them the strength to endure. We talk about this all the time. And it's those things that God looks at it and says, I know this is going to be best for you. And he allows us to go through the valleys and the shadows of death. Yeah, which it, I think that goes back to trusting. The heart of the shepherd. Yeah, like trusting him enough to lie down, you know, because it's like if we're fighting on him on what we want, then mm-hmm. we are not, you know, laying down. But And if we believe that God has our best interest at heart, then we'll trust him for what happens. It's hard because, you know, whoever is listening on our conversation, I don't know what's going on in their lives. And, you know, if I was sitting across from someone else that was going through one of the most darkest night of their lives, I may say with them, I don't even imagine, I can't even imagine this would be God's best. Right. So I don't want to put a blanket statement over you know, this thing of just trusting God because it's, you know, it's really going to be better for you. But on the other hand, I will have to say, God can be trusted. And I don't know how he's going to get you through this, right? but he will. Well, and it's not all things are good, but he works out all things for his good, mm-hmm. our good, his glory, which I think is 
is hard because sometimes I think there's like a lot of timing issues in that too, because mm-hmm. I don't remember where I heard this. I don't know if it was in a sermon or in a book or something, but, but just saying that like so, so many times, like we bow out in the middle of the story, you know, like mm-hmm. we don't give God. And I know that there are stories where it seems like, like you said, like, I, I don't, who knows what dark night of the soul someone could be walking through, but I do think it's, we do tend to bow out in the middle of the story before, mm-hmm. you know, God is, can even, we don't give God a chance to make it good or to turn it to good or, and not even that the situation is good, but like you said, like for our good, like what he can do, like in our hearts or in our lives, mm-hmm. because not all circumstances are, I mean, as we know, they're not good. I think we lose sight of the fact that God created us for himself and for, you know, and he wants us. And I think we lose sight of the fact that God knows what really makes us happy and what really brings us joy and hope and peace, and it's Him. And so I think we so often try to fill all that emptiness and the host with the things that we think will make us happy. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, Psalms 23 is saying, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Like, He knows what you need. And you know, what we think that we need is going to make us happy. Maybe it, it's the very thing that will destroy us, but we don't know that. We don't, because we don't know, don't know the outcome. And what you're saying is a lot of times we're like, then we're going to run away from the shepherd because I pray and pray and ask God to change someone and they're not changed. Matter of fact, they'll get worse, you know. And yet what God wants in this situation is for you to trust Him because He knows that if we trust Him and we are focused on Him and we're resting in Him, then it it really, I I know this is hard, this seems so crazy thought, but in reality, the truth of the matter is if we really trust in Him, no matter what's going around us, there's a peace within us. Mm -hmm. And you hear it all the time, you know, God may not, uh, quiet in the storm, but he'll want to quiet the storm within you. You know, God didn't remove the Red Sea, but he allowed you to find a way through the Red Sea. And we hear that all the time. And I think that when I'm looking at Psalms 23, knowing what was going on in David's life, his world was not just out by this wonderful, uh, yeah. quiet waters. And but he was focusing on the on the shepherd. All in where you put your eyes. Yeah, and there's I I can't imagine because David was promised to be king, and at this point he had not been king because Saul is still king, and so I think like there's so much that he's wrestling with in this cave because he's mm-hmm. you know he had a relationship with Saul, and all of a sudden he wants to kill him, and he has no idea why. You know, there's no real there's no reason he didn't betray Saul. He was always loyal and a faithful you know, servant, Mm -hmm. for lack of a better word, to Saul. And he's lost his best friend. He's lost everything. He's in this cave, and he's like, I thought I was promised good. (laughs) Like, Uh, I was promised to be the king king, in this situation. So I do think, yeah, like, maybe this is, you know, one of the reasons why I I like David so much, because I think there's so much that we, he, there's so much that he can relate to with us, because I, there's so many people I know that are who are, they're in their own caves mm-hmm. and they're like, wait, I thought like, just like we're saying, like they could be listening to us being like, okay, you're saying that God's promised me good. And here I am in this 
cave, everything's falling apart, nothing is going well. And I think that's where it's like, yeah, so if, and David still held on to his good shepherd. So it's kind of like, that's all like, I think you and I are saying, and even preaching to our own choirs, I myself Mm -hmm. included is like, just hold on, you know, like stay, Mm -hmm. stay close to the shepherd. And I think that's what rest is. Resting means really trusting God and be at peace. You know, the Israelites, Mm -hmm. we talk about them all the time. And, you know, in Psalms and throughout the scripture, and even in the New Testament, I think it's in Hebrews where it says, I would not allow them to enter into my rest. And Uh, if you've never been able to really rest, if you haven't been able to really be at peace within, then you know that is a a terrible way to live. And Mm -hmm. what I think David is trying to say, based on everything that's going on in my life, I shouldn't be at rest. I mean, I'm running from Saul. So based on what's going on in my life, it doesn't make sense to be sitting here going, you know what, God, you're all I need. Mm -hmm. I don't need to be king. You're king. I don't need your protection. I don't need to protect myself. You'll protect myself. You're the one that appointed me king. You're the one that made me king, and it's up to you to fulfill that and your timing and stuff like that. So David's sitting there writing about you know, the Lord is my shepherd, as a shepherd. He's being Mm -hmm, a shepherd. And I wonder sometimes when he's sitting there and he's looking at the shepherds, thinking, I love you. And, (laughs) (laughs) you know, he would. He's like, you do with your dogs, or I do with my children. You know, it's like, I love you, and I'm going to do everything I can to take care of you. And then he switches it, and he goes, oh, that's the same way. That's That's how God views me. You're saying David's saying that to the other shepherds? No, to the sheep. I'm thinking he's oh. looking at the sheep. Oh, you said shepherds. Welcome. Sorry. I was yeah, welcome. No, back. you said yeah. he was looking oh, at the I other shepherds. shepherds. Yeah, sorry. Well, I just think he's he's a That's shepherd. That's why I was like, he's looking at the shepherds? Oh, yeah. No. He's looking at the sheep and he's saying, Yes, he's like, Wow, like I would I mean, like I said, he wrestled wild mm-hmm. creatures um to protect his sheep. Like he did he was David was a genuinely good shepherd. He was good at his job. And I don't know, because I haven't talked to David, but I will say this. Running from Saul and you know knowing a lot of stuff that's going on in his life, there could be a moment of time that David was like, "Now, God, what's going on here?" Mm-hmm. And there could be fear. He, well, he I'm could sure. be yeah. Afraid. That's what we've been saying. Yeah, in the cave. Right. So when he says, "I shall not fear," it doesn't mean he wasn't fearing. It means I don't have a need to fear. Yeah. And I think that that's a a whole different situation in the fact with with us when you really know that your life is in the hands of a holy God, when you really know who God is and how powerful and mighty and strong and protective and loving He is, mm-hmm. then when you're in this situation and life's falling apart or not even life's falling apart in the fact that you just have this emptiness in your heart, then you, you need to stop and you're like, wait a minute. There's a God that loves me. There's a God that has picked me. There's a God that has chosen me. There's a God that has died for me. There's a God that loves me. I am loved. I am somebody because I'm a child of God. I am valued. My life does have meaning. There is purpose in, in the reason that I'm here. But if we start just looking around everything around us and what's going on in the world or what our wounds, as you always talk about, our situations that have happened in our lives. You know, yes, I mean, we 
we would be afraid. And I think that that what we can learn today as we're just thinking about it for this week is just to be able to say, I don't know what's going on in the world. I do not know what's happening. I don't know how any of these things are going to work out, whether it's personal or nationally or whatever. It's like, I don't know what's happening. And it looks like there's a lot of evil. And we talked about last week where evil looks like it wins, but it doesn't. And, you know, and so all these things, and like, I don't know how, I don't know the end of this story, but I know the God of the story. And I know that he's great. And I know that he's loving. And I know that he's kind. And because of that, I'm just going to rest in that. I'm just going to rest in that. And I'm not going to struggle trying to prove anything. I think so often we try to defend ourselves. We try to prove something to someone else that we're somebody, or we're even trying to prove it to ourselves. We're wanting everybody to think highly of us. We want people to respect us, all of those kind of things. We're like striving so hard to do that. And I think that's what David is saying. I I don't need to do that. I don't Mm -hmm. have to do that. I have a God. And because of Him, I'm going to rest in Him. And I think that's something not just to discuss. as a conversation, yes, to maybe to talk to God about, and maybe even within ourselves and our hearts of, do I really trust God? Do I really believe that He's good? But I do think it's not just a moment of conversation for me and you right now, but something to pray about and say, God, do I really trust you? Uh, Am I afraid because I don't think you're going to come through? Am I scared because I don't know what might happen? Or am I trusting my life in your hands? Because I know you're good. Thanks for listening. I'm so glad that you could be a part of our conversation. To continue the conversation, you can find Dot on social media at Dot Bowen or visit her website, DotBowen.com. Subscribe, like, and share with your friends, and we will see you next week on Write This Down with Dot Bowen.